It's me. Press. Hey guys. I'm home. I'm not a king. Just a guy when I'm in these verses. New York don't know how to be the fuck quiet, man. But we gon' work through this shit today, baby. I'm back. Ladies and gentlemen, niggas, non-binary people and people who believe in staying FNF, welcome back to the Prez Remo Show. On today's episode, we'll be talking about creating and being entrepreneur because I feel like it. We're going to be talking about dating in the segment of date night conversations, even though it's not a conversation. Also, we jumping in the time machine and I'm going to open up about my past a little bit. It is season five. It is episode three. And just for the record, I do give a fuck sometimes. What it do? What it do, everybody? It's Prez Remo here. If this is your first time experiencing this, you're about to experience something so cold. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tap in. Make sure you follow whatever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You know, we we kind of everywhere right now. But make sure you tap in with us wherever you listen to your podcast. If you want to follow us on social medias, you can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Prez Remo, Instagram at the Fake Prez Remo, and you already know the vibes. But sit back, relax, and take notes because you're going to probably talk some shit about me later. Prez Remo here with another big business shout out. Now, if you are new to this little proceedings, then you know I love to shout out the big businesses, the small brand brands, the independent artists, all of the above, all of the above. With that being said, this week's shout out goes out to Cell M Beats. Why? Because Cell M Beats, that nigga's dope. That nigga's dope. The nigga makes some dope ass fucking beats. He has a great budget for you guys. So if you a rapper, you a singer, you a nigga like me that do podcasts and you just need some instrumentals for your shit, then make sure you tap in with Cell and Beats. You can follow him on Twitter and on Instagram at Cell and Beats and tap in with his Beat Stars at BeatStars.com. Cell and Beats. Sounds like a plan. With that being said, the next couple episodes, you might hear some cell and beat instrumentals. So make sure you go tap in. With that being said, this is the big business shout out for this episode. This is the Press Remo Show. We love big businesses here. We are not going to call them small businesses. With that being said, let's work. It's been a while since I've done some public speaking, niggas. What is up? What is poppin'? Prez Remo here. Prez Remo Show Season 5 Vibes, Episode 3. It's the longest fucking season ever. <laughs> I'm only up to season Episode 3, man. I've been on this season for like a year, but it's okay. Life happens sometimes, but, you know, we back in the kitchen. We working and shit like that, and um, I'm just happy to be here and shit like that. So, you know, I just want to... um. Continue with the big business shout out if you don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I got this this dope ass track by this dope ass artist named um Shawnee. And I I wanna play it for y'all if y'all don't mind. I mean that's what we hear to listen to music and shit. You can go find this track uh 
wherever you stream your music and shit like that. So make sure you go tap in with Shawnee and shit like that. Let her know you fuck with the vibes and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm just here. I'm, like I said, I'm just here to help out, man. I'm here to... I love music. I love people. Um, I'm always going to be trying to help people get to their next... What is it in life? Their next position in life, if I could. I know I ain't, I ain't got it all. I ain't got all the answers, Sway. I don't have all the answers, Sway. I wish I had all the answers, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? But it would be cool if I did. But with that being said, we're going to get into this track. We're going to get into this track by Shawnee. It's called L-O-T-D-F. So uh, let me know what you niggas think. Yo, hit me up. Fire Basuda moment. It's a fire Basuda moment. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know if you think it's fire or you think it's Basuda. Prez Remo here. Let's work. Stop. 
Prez Remo here, Prez Remo show. That was love on the dance floor. I like that song. I fucks with that song. I think it's fire. I don't know what y'all niggas think. I don't know what y'all ladies think. It is what it is, but I think it's fire. So you let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter uh, at, what's my Twitter name again? The Fake Press Remo. <laughs> Go fuck with me at The Fake Press Remo. Yeah, you know, you know. And make sure you follow the cyber disco queen herself, Shawnee, at It's Just Shawnee on Twitter as well. Make sure you run those streams up. Shout out to New York, nigga. Shout out to New York. You know how we doing it. I think I got another record for her. I think I'm going to play it later on, too. We're going to see what's going on. But um, we're going we gonna to get into this fucking episode. We're going to get into the first topic today. We're going to get into the first topic today. First topic today, we're going to be talking about in a perfect world, creating and being an entrepreneur. There is a difference, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of people out here who don't think that there is a difference when you're being a creator and an entrepreneur. And I am here to tell you that is bullshit. Some things you were just born to do and being a creator is one of them. I am a creator. I can create. I am an alchemist. If you know what alchemy is, then you know I am an alchemist. I make nothing in or I take nothing and I make it into something. I never once thought about being an entrepreneur until the pandemic, honestly. Before the pandemic, I was just creating because I love to create. I wanted people to see my art. And then during the pandemic, when everybody lost their jobs and shit, everybody started selling their art, their pictures, their whatever they could sell. They started businesses. It was it was a boom for everything. It was a great time to be alive. If you were an entrepreneur, but if you were a creator, it seemed like you were fighting with the people who knew how to be entrepreneurs because not everybody knows how to be an entrepreneur. I am one of those people who do not. I repeat, I do not know how to be an entrepreneur. I am a hustler. Okay. I am a hustler. Now the hustle lifestyle and being a hustler is two different things, ladies and gentle niggas. Being a hustler and a hustler lifestyle is two different things. I was never born to be an entrepreneur, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, being an entrepreneur, you need to be consistent. You need to be out there hard body. You need to be tapping in with a bunch of people that you don't actually like. Fuck those niggas. I've never been one to fuck with people just because they I need something from them. If I need something from you and I don't fuck with you, guess what? I ain't going to get what I need. And yeah, some people going to be like, nigga, that's ass backwards. No, that's Kareem. That's who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some people out here who can fake and put on this facade for people. I can't. If I don't like you, I can't pretend to like you, baby. Yeah, I can't pretend to like you. I just don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with everybody. And that's just what it is. And once you get older, you realize that you don't have to fuck with everybody. The people that you're supposed to fuck with is going to pop up when they're supposed to. That's just what it is. That's real shit. That's 
real tea. What's that say? That's how they say it? <laughs> Fucking dummies. Anyway, um, people don't think there's a difference between the two, but there is. And at least for me, there is. Like I said, I, I've told you. I can wake up in the morning and I can create. It's nothing to create. The shit that bothers me is having to promote my creations, having to market my creations, having to find a target audience for my creations. I just want to know, when Picasso was painting back in the day, was he painting towards a target audience or was he painting what he seen? When people were creating back in the days, was there a target audience or were you just creating to create art? That's what I'm saying. I just want to create art. I don't even fuck if it sells. Yeah, I would love to get more eyes on my shit. But if one person buys my art and they share it with the world, great. But to be honest with you, I, I'm not really looking for a constant marketability strategy. I am not marketable. I am an introvert. I hate people. Like, when I say I hate niggas, it's gender neutral. Like, I don't care if you're non-binary. I don't give a fuck if you're what this or that, male, female. Don't want to be, you want to be them. You want to be they. You want to be he, she, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't like none of y'all niggas. <laughs> y'all can like me back one day. And we could work on getting to like you. But in the beginning, I don't like you. I am not going to like you until you earn my like. People's like, oh, what do you mean? Oh, who do you think you are? Nigga, I'm Remo. Nigga, I'm Prez. Nigga, this is my life. Nigga, <laughs> I do what I want with my shit. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it may take me longer to be successful because I am going about it this route. Because I'm not sucking dick to sell records, nigga. A lot of people out there be kissing ass like, oh, I want to be your friend. Be my friend. Like me. I want to go viral, so I'm going to fake act like I like you. Fuck you. I don't need you to fake act like you like me. I'm cool. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Both have skills, though, that you got to develop. I'm not trying to develop entrepreneur skills. It takes too much time to be an entrepreneur. You know how many motherfucking YouTube videos I've watched? And they all say the same exact shit. I got to sit on social media longer than I actually want to. And then, and then if you don't want to sit on social media, you got to have money. And we all know that I'm part of the broke nigga committee. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money, babies. I am not a sugar daddy. I have no sugar babies, okay? I'm just out here trying to survive just like y'all. But maybe it's me being introverted, like I was saying. I don't know. Maybe me being so against meeting new people, it's harder to be a entrepreneur. And maybe it'll be much easier to do both. Because I see people create shit and then they easily can put it out there to the world and everybody's just like, oh, I fuck with this and I fuck with this person because they person is, you know, out there. I, I, I'm I not really out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm a true introvert. I like staying to myself. I like staying in the crib. I'm not going to be the nigga out there trying to promote on the side of the road or at different parties and events because 20 minutes after I get into the party around, I don't drink. I don't know if y'all niggas know that, but I don't drink. 
So me being not a drinker, it sucks going out to like networking events where everybody's getting wasted and you're just trying to have a conversation about business. But these people have been doing business for like four weeks straight and they just happy to have a night off. I'm I'm not that person that wants to go and get drunk. Um, but I also know I truly can't do it alone. I can't. I need the right help, though. Not just any help. Because a lot of people will be willing to help. Like, oh, I want to help you. I won't fridge you my help, but you didn't want my help. Yeah, because your help sucks. You're not the right help. You're not the help that I need. But all I can do is create for now. Eventually, I'll get the hang of the entrepreneurship. But right now, all I can do is create. Turning it into a brand right now is a lot. Turning it into a brand is a lot. But we're going to figure this shit out. Press Remo. Press Remo show. If you have any thoughts on this, being an entrepreneur and creating, if you think being an entrepreneur and creating, you could do both. You know, feel free to let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter, the fake Press Remo. We can have a conversation about it. Because when we come back, we're going to be having a date night conversation. Yes, dating is on the menu. So we're going to be talking about that when we get back from this little song break. And with that being said, I'll be about. Press. I know. They be like, you don't got to talk shit, bro. And I'll be like, this is rap, nigga. Picture me with these fake niggas Rather chill with the grave diggers Not Italian, though I love Yazania And I'm really close to being made, nigga I don't take orders, I just play corners Call me Reva, so prime time Not a more the nigga, I be crossing borders Moving work like what's the state line Heard it all through the grapevine They won't listen, say it take time Here's my thoughts, nigga, load a verse And then see if someone gonna take mine That's the crown that I don't want We can split the bill, you know, go Dutch But then again, nigga, I'd rather crush it Cause I know you niggas won't show up Sleepy hollow, so off with the top People screaming, get off of the block Won't share my shit on some weirdo shit So it's time to cook them like stovetop Digging ditches so sweet Dreams for all you niggas that sleep And can't see the vision and that's okay Cause it's kinda fuzzy like a peach skin Only here for the free spins And the people that need him is fuck the rest cause in the right light I'm gonna shine like a sequin Talk slick, how'd you be? Especially once I get the BM You might get a free invite But only when she is bleeding <laughs> It's me Prez I really don't want to be this way Jam made me this way See me Prez Remo Prez Remo that's a little verse. I be thinking I'm a rapper and shit. I be thinking I'm a rapper. But right now, we ain't talking about rap. This is Date Night Conversations. And today, we're going to be talking about how much I hate dating. Yes, this segment is called Fuck Dating Seriously. Because my expectations of dating up until high school 
was jaded due to my living situation. And we'll talk about that as well more on this episode somewhat later on. But my living situation, being in the group home and not being around a lot of females because, you know, it was an all-male campus, except for the women that was in crisis, the girls that was in crisis. That was all we had, bro. And you think about it, if they're in crisis, they was crazy. They was crazy. But guess what? We was hollering at them through the fence. They could only, it was, <laughs> it was wild. They could only come outside for like a few hours and then they couldn't like roam the campus like we could. They had to like live in this like, like play around in this like gate. It was so weird. But yeah, we would try and sneak up to the gate and try to holler at them when they was outside because, you know, that's what teen boys did. Teen boys in a group home, at least. Um, <laughs> it was a wild time. It was a wild experience. But that's 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 how it was, man. My I like I didn't have a girlfriend. I don't think in high school, to be honest with you. Um, I was kind of lame. I'll take that shit back. I wasn't lame. I was a cool ass motherfucker. Everybody fuck with me. My senior high school was the first year I actually went to high school with like regular people, boys, girls, and shit like that. So, um. I was actually cool. I was pretty cool. Everybody fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was a cool nigga. I was a cool nigga. But the girls, they I, they didn't fuck with me. I was the group home nigga. I was the kid from the group home that had a fucking curfew. Who wanted to fuck with me, bro? Ain't nobody wanted to fuck with me. So um, I kind of just stayed to myself. But oh, a, a lot. I did have a girlfriend. My, my, my friend Talia. We friends now. We good friends. But yeah, we dated like towards the end of my senior year in high school. And we still friends to this day. I actually love her a lot. She's a real great person. Shout out to you, T. Marie. Um, if you listen, whatever. But uh, yeah, man, that that was that was my experience of dating up until high school. So you know, I always had the idea that you know what I'm saying, TV relationships that you know people you know argue they get back together, you know, work things out. Maybe I go be with somebody else for like a couple episodes and then, you know, I'm I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. I was just fucking them girls. I was gonna get right back, you know? But dating after leaving a group home was just trauma bonding for me. You know what I'm saying? Like living in New York City and everybody's fucking struggling and shit like that. It was just trauma bonding. It was like, oh, you fucked up, I'm fucked up. Well, let's be fucked up together. And that shit is not a precursor to having a great relationship, a healthy relationship, because at the end of the day, you just want to be with this person and they just want to be with you because they aren't used to having somebody. You aren't used to having somebody. So eventually, y'all is just what? Yeah, y'all just two people that's just not happy, but y'all don't want to leave each other because you're just too afraid to be alone. Nobody wants to deal with that shit. Nobody wants to do that shit. I don't want to do that shit. Do you want to do that shit? I don't want to do that shit. So if you want to do that shit, then yeah, go ahead. Do that trauma bond all you want to. But I am not going to lie. I don't date no more. I don't think I ever dated. And that's my problem. I am the fucking problem. I am not afraid to admit I, Kareem, Prezrimo, Gainer, was the motherfucking problem. And I'm going to tell you why. I never dated. I was so used to being alone, not having nobody, being in a group home, forced to care, all that shit. I just wanted someone to love me. So the minute somebody said they like me, nigga, I just assumed it was love, baby. We together forever. I ain't going nowhere. We together. 
it wasn't a dating thing. It wasn't like, oh, I date this person and I date this person and I date this person and we actually going on dates. No, we meet each other. We like each other. We smoke some weed. We watch some movies on bootleg and then we fucking. That's how it was. It was a terrible experience for me, but it was fun at the time. It was a fucking amazing ride at the time. But as my older self, mature self, I'm looking back at it and be like, my nigga, what did I expect to get from that? What did I think was going to happen? Did I see any success in that shit? Fuck no. There was no success in it. It was nothing that was going to work out for me. Nothing in that situation was going to work out for me. And now I'm 36. I'm trying to date now. And it is not going well. I've been working on myself, though. I've been working on myself, you know. Um, I don't have attachment issues no more. If I don't like you, I'm cutting you the fuck off. Bye, bitch. Sorry. I don't even like using that line. But you just had to say it, like, right there. You can't, you know. It's like when you say it like that in that context, bye, bitch. It's just like, think about it. Nigga be like, bye. And I'm what? There's no emphasis. And we like, bye, bitch. Guess what? Yeah. You felt that emotion. You felt my feelings. You know how I felt. Bitch. All right, I got to stop saying bitch. I don't even like saying the word bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't like calling women bitches. I like calling these niggas bitches because they bitches, but you know, you know the vibes. Anyway, like I said, I've been working on myself and the things I notice that are bad for relationships because, you know, trauma bonding ain't good for no goddamn relationship. Trauma bonding isn't going to do shit for you besides, like I said, having you in a more toxic relationship, having you more attached to something that doesn't, isn't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I've been working on myself. I've been alone for a pretty long time working on myself. I had a mind little fling a thing. You know what I'm saying? But that that wasn't anything to write home about. You know what I'm saying? I only just wrote a song about it. But yeah, whatever. Shit happens. Um, but like now I'm trying to date. And now, but dating feels like legal prostitution. Like, to be honest with you, like... You 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 meet a couple women and shit like that, and you be like, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I like you. You cute and shit. I'm trying to get to know you. And they be like, oh, so I like this, and I like that, and um, I'm expensive, and I like buying this, and I just want you to know this is how I take care of myself, so I'm expecting that for you when you... I mean, I get it. I love it for you women. I love it that you guys are out here doing your thing, but for me, a nigga like me who's on the come up, who's struggling to survive and just, you know, with like a partner in life. So I got to be here alone. My nigga, that shit is terrible. I ain't got money like that to be just hoping. Like, think about it. You can date a woman and she's dating as well. And now you buying her bags, you buying her shoes, and you might not even get chose. Think about that shit for a minute. You could literally... Do all this shit for a woman that you care about, that you're interested in, and then she choose a whole nother nigga that got a bigger bag than you. Now, you out of a quick thousand dollars that you spent on just trying to court somebody. That doesn't sound interesting to me. That doesn't sound like fun to me. You know what was fun to me? Me and the chick getting high, <laughs> taking a bit to the crib to watch a bootleg and fucking. <laughs> That was an experience. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm not, but you know, you get the vibe. But <laughs> that's what I that that's what I was used to. So you know, that was an experience. But nowadays, I went my meeting one chick, and she's maybe like you know got people in her messages and shit. But she ain't really trying to get nobody the time of day. She's just having conversations. She's talking to people. Uh, I feel like 
it's okay to date more than one people, people, persons, person. It's okay to date more than one person and whatnot, but like to have them have the exp expectation that they need to spend money on you. Cause what if niggas was like that? What if every chick that I dated was like, bitch, you gotta buy me a video game. See, I said it again, bitch, my bad. What happens if every time I, I uh, my bad, I apologize for that. Every time I meet a chick and I'd be like, yo, yo shorty, you gotta buy me Madden. Because it just came out. And then two months from now, I meet some new chick and be like, oh, Modern Warfare came out. So shorty, you know the vibes. You know what I'm saying? How would that feel? That, that wasn't, that is not a good feeling. Like, I couldn't imagine every time I meet a chick and just be on some, oh, you know, shit, um, you know, my car is like 450. Sorry, I got to take that back. I got to be, I got to be real. I ain't got no goddamn car. I live in New York City, but also just don't got no fucking car. Um, so, um, be like, shorty, my Metro card costs about like 175 a month. And you know, I smoke a lot, like probably like a seven a day and shit. So like, you know, you gotta make sure I'm high before I even take you on a date. Just imagine some niggas did some shit like that. Like women wouldn't be going for no shit like that. A chick would kill you, nigga. Kill she will body you, nigga. She will she will body you online, my nigga. You will have no existence left. You're done. You're fucked, my nigga. You cannot do some shit like that. Now, you can meet a chick and she like you and she holds you down because, you know, there's women out here that do that. Shout out to the women out there that hold niggas down. I know a few of them. They my friends and I fucks with them. And if you fuck them over, I'm fucking you up. You already know the vibes, nigga. I ain't afraid of y'all niggas. I shoot niggas. But that's not the point I'm trying to make today. The point I'm trying to make today is that dating is motherfucking hard in 2022. Especially if you black, you a man, and you poor. Now, a lot of people is poor. But the difference between a lot of niggas being poor and Kareem or Prez or Remo, whatever you decide to call me fucking today, is... I'm honest about my shit. I ain't out here buying no motherfucking Gucci belts while I'm wearing fucking Lees from Walmart. I'm not out here trying to buy every sneaker raffle knowing that I can't pay my rent. You know what I'm saying? I'm different from these niggas. Like, the most I do is I I might say, you know, fuck my, bit, my phone bill this week. I'm going motherfucking... I'm going motherfucking, just what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to say, fuck my phone bill, and I'm going motherfucking buy that gadget so I can invest in my career. That's the type of shit I do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just imagine me meeting a chick and being like, oh, shorty, you you don't invest in my career, so so I can't fuck with you. That's wild. That, I, mean, I, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I don't date people that don't support my music. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't a materialistic nigga. I've never been a materialistic person. You know what I'm saying? I'm more of a, hey, how can you support me and my career, maybe life or something like that? But I ain't gonna be like, baby, I love you. Bobby some Jordans. I'll be like, baby, I love you. Can you give me this PS5? 
I'll be like, baby, I love you. Can I get $200 so I can go out with my niggas and cheat on you? Like, I'm not that person. I'm not. And I don't want to date materialistic person. I like people that, like, yeah, like, you, you like shit. You like, you like shit. Okay. It's okay to like shit. It's okay to have a luxurious lifestyle. I ain't got no issue with that. Live luxurious. I'm just saying, I like you, shorty. And you like me back. And you know that. And you know my situation. You know I ain't got it. So don't expect me to be out here trying to buy you Louis, Gucci, Fendi, and Prada. I don't even know those bitches. Them bitches didn't come to my baby shower. Them bitches ain't come to my birthday. They ain't even write me a card on my birthday. But I'm fucking giving all my money to Prada, Ben, Fendi, Gucci, and Prada, nigga. Fuck them bitches. Tiffany and shit. Like, Tiffany, who the fuck is Tiffany? I never met Tiffany in my life. But y'all want Tiffany jewels. Listen, I get it. Live luxurious. But fuck with a scammer. Because I ain't a scammer, nigga. Scamming niggas fucked up the game. I'm just talking shit, though. I just want you to know, like, I ain't got no issue with y'all getting y'all bag and getting this bag from these niggas because these niggas is dumb. So if these niggas going to give you their money, take that shit willingly. Be like, yes, I'm getting my lashes done on this nigga. I'm getting my nails done on this nigga. Just know you ain't getting that shit done on this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just playing. If I like you a lot, you know, and I love you a lot and I got it, you got it. That's That's just what it is. But... If I don't like you yet, bitch, you ain't getting nothing from me. Sorry, I said it again. See, this shit is very controversial and got me saying bitch a lot. I said bitch more times this episode than I probably did this whole season. You know what I'm saying? But also, I am evolving into a person that just really doesn't give a fuck anymore because I'm just going to say what's on my mind and say how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But... One day I'm going to be rich enough and I'm going to trick on these women too. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. Um, <laughs> I said all that shit, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna get rich and I'm gonna trick on these chicks too because they bad. And I ain't gonna lie, chicks with money look fucking good, bro. I ain't gonna lie, these bum bitches do not look good at all, bro. They look like bum bitches, okay? Sorry, I, I keep saying it. <laughs> I need to stop saying sorry because I'm clearly not sorry. But yes, these bummy women out here, they come on, man, like. Nobody wants a bummy woman, but these women that getting money and they spending their money on they yo listen, they looking good as fuck, my nigga. They looking eatable. Edible. Whatever the fucking word is. That's what they looking. And I I, I would like to taste them one day. So, you know, I'm working on like like Kanye said, wait till I get my money right. But watch. I'm gonna get my money right, and it's gonna be fucking something else. And you're like, oh nigga, you ain't got no house. You ain't got no car. Bitch, I got a Metro car. Bye. Press remote show. <laughs> Press remote show. Man, that was our date night conversation. It was a great conversation for myself. You know what I'm saying? I just love talking to you guys, man. But if you guys have anything you want to say about this topic, hit me up on Twitter at the fake Press Remo. Instagram the fake Press Remo. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Press Remo. Let's get into some more music. Someone with no fake butt I like a real when I already set that fake up For the one 
Driving for them pay cuts But she keep me in here talking crazy with no eight cups I like her chocolate, red bone, pretty thick Can't forget cinnamon, slim thick, they really mean Baddies get the Benjamins, other ones get a lip But you she pretty juicy, be lucky you got some dick My type, kind that I like um, Pencil skirt at work, still rides a damn bike She high maintenance, the kind that I'll wipe If she make me double take, just might say hi twice mm-hmm. And it's cause she don't have no eight cups Oh, running around with a favor Looking like a clown in her makeup She quick to snap it, throws it back when we make up I can't lie, man, that girl time to freeze her Girl, me crazy. My type, the kind that I like. Pencil skirt at work, still rides a damn bike. She high maintenance, the kind that I'll wipe. If she make me double take, just might say hi twice. I never knew love, well, only when I blew bud. Was only down with OPP and didn't care who judged. Huh. I just scrapped though, never had it too tough. But never took my jeans off, was giving dick like true thugs. And then you popped up, never think I wanna settle. And I was happy by myself, I gave you that medal You was talking, all your words is real, I swore I felt you Never gave no one my heart, but I swore I let you My type, kind that I like um, Pencil skirt at work, still rides a damn bike She high maintenance, the kind that I'll wipe If she make me double take, just might say hi twice And it's cause she don't have no A-cups oh, Running around with a favor Looking like a clown in her makeup She quick to snap it, throws it back when we wake up I can't lie, man, that girl drive me crazy I can't lie, man, that girl drive me crazy Remo, Paris Remo show that was drive me crazy by me. Of course, it's in the vault. I ain't never letting it out. Fuck that shit. Actually, I was gonna drop that shit recently, but uh, I gotta go get, hit the producer up and you know get in contact and whatnot, shit like that. But yeah, 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 I should be dropping soon. You know, might throw it up on YouTube or some shit. You know, who knows? Who knows? But this segment right here that you have entered is called Back. In the days. Yep, back in the day. We're going to be a little nostalgic here. We're going to be talking about my bid in foster care and how it made me me. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, a lot of people don't understand why I am the way I am. So I would love to talk about it. I would love to talk about it. Um, But I want to start this off by asking you guys a question because I know you listening to me podcasting, you hearing the eloquent talk or the 
whatever. I'm trying to use big words that I don't know the definition of clearly. But um, yeah, I hear me talk. But did you know that I used to stutter as a child? My earliest memory as a kid was me being stuttering fucking Stanley. Okay, I was just stuttering all over the place, walking around, going to church. That was me, nigga. I was like, that was me. I was wilding out here. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, I didn't know what the words was. I couldn't talk like this. I couldn't just know what was on my mind and just say it and freely speak it and just know what was coming out. It would always come out like, I just wanted a cup of water. I just I just want some orange, please. That was me. And you know when it stopped? My foster parent. I got to thank him for that. Appreciate them. Shout out to them. And everybody's like, oh, that's good. No, the fuck it wasn't. That nigga slapped the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> nigga said, if you ain't going to stop stuttering, I'm going to slap the shit out you every time until you stop stuttering. And he slapped me off every time. Every time. So big shout out to him because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be able to be here right now talking so eloquently. I wouldn't be able to say my words so clearly. I'd have been like, and yeah, niggas wouldn't be listening. So big shout out to him. So it ain't all that bad. It ain't all that bad. Uh, I'm 36 now, so I'm not making any excuses for where I'm at anymore. I'm accepting responsibility for my part. So I guess this is where I'm taking accountability for the things that I did wrong in this situation. But it isn't all wrong. And some of it is just poor luck, bad luck, bad timing and shit. Just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but most of my decisions nowadays are based on the things that happened to me as a child, though. Um, it literally shapes my way of thinking. And because I don't have many people in my life that I trust with advice, I use those as markers to help make decisions. So in a way, it's still important to me. So I get it. Like, people want to say, yo, get out your past, nigga. Hey, you living in your past, nigga. And I just be like... I'm actually not living in my past. I'm actually living quite out of my past. But you guys think that the past is supposed to be so negative. You know, just because you had a negative past doesn't mean that it makes you have a negative future or a negative present. And that's what I had to learn. I used to sit in my past and be thinking, oh, damn, because I've been through this and because I've been through that, I am never going to make it anywhere else in life but that's bullshit guys that is so bullshit you can make it so far in life like right now i've made it so much further than i ever thought i was going to make it you know what i'm saying yeah i am not where i want to be in life but i am so much further than where i started and i tell you that much think about it we started this this segment talking about how i was studying fucking stanley and now look where i am today hosting the podcast that's on motherfucking every national thing Spotify, iHeart, Apple, you know, we everywhere. And it's all because, you know what I'm saying? I've hosted radio shows. I've done it all, you know what I'm saying? And it's all because, you know, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And this is where I started. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to me to look back at my past and be like, hey, you don't want to go down that road because you already know what that road went. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. That's why I'm here right now. But the only way to explain what really helps my decision making is that I've, 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 I
Um, a lot of people's like, yo, Reem, you always moving from place to place. You used to live here, you used to live there, you used to la 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 la. Y'all thought you was living in LA and now you're in New York and you used to Charlotte and now you're in New York. And, and yeah, I, I, I move around because that's all I know. As a kid growing up, I lived in foster home after 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 foster home. That's right. If you count ever after foster home, I was in seven different foster homes from the time I was born to the time I was 12 years old. Yes, I wasn't left at a lovely firehouse like they do on television. I was taken by BCW, you know, and Child Protective Services. And here I am today because, you know, the 80s. 80s and people like to party a lot and you know some people get out of control with the party and and, and you know it's life um but move all that moving is the reason why i move now because i'm not used to being stable i'm not used to having i would love it i'm not gonna sit here and say and be like oh i never want to be stable kareem right now i can say i would love to be stable why? Because stability comes with so much more. I can create more often. I actually might be able to find me a girlfriend. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Some might actually think I'm cute and be like, damn, that nigga actually, he, he taking care of himself. He doing it for himself. So, you know, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to like him back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's shit like that that I'm looking at. Like, you know, I could also make friends. I could like play down some roots somewhere and actually be like, you know what? I got friends back home. I could throw a party. I can throw an event and be like, okay, yeah, you know, people going to show up up because you know what they know who i am in that town they fucks with me but you know being a person that bounces around from place to place it's just like damn you just you know have ties here you have ties there but you don't really have any roots you know what i'm saying you just be blowing in the wind and sometimes i get to the point where i don't want to blow in the wind but um growing up in foster care wasn't easy either it's just harder once you realize you're not getting adopted. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people go in the, the system and they get adopted. They find a nice, lovely family. Or they might not even find a nice, lovely family. They might even find a fucked up family, but they got adopted by that family and shit like that. But um, me, I never I never got adopted. So it made me feel like I was less than or trash or irrelevant. And it's kind of how I felt my whole life. And it may have been my own design, but it's how I felt. Like, I wasn't something that I sat here and said, you know what? I want to be worthless. I want to feel like shit. I want to be ignored. I want people to not listen to my music or not enjoy my art, not fuck with my podcast because, you know, I just don't want them to fuck with me. I've never been that person. You know what I'm saying? I've always wanted to feel loved. Like, People don't understand, like, some people can go on social media today, post a picture, and everybody shows up for them. You know what I'm saying? They can go on social media and say, my toe is burning, and everybody's going to show up for them. But then there's a nigga like me who's so fucking talented, and you put all your effort into shit, and it's like, damn, I just want to be seen for once. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get, I wasn't seen as a kid. I just got pushed to the side, pushed to the beat beat shoved in the closet whatever told to go to the room hiding under beds and shit like that you know like that was my life running around like huckleberry friend like knowing i'm gonna get a beating so i'm fucking ducking my fucking foster parent who's swinging a belt through her hand trying to get out the front door and i ain't coming back inside until i hope she forgot you know what i'm saying that, that was like that was my childhood it was a it was me running the fucking streets in new york city not knowing where it was what, but all I know is that, yeah, I just didn't want to get beat right now. So I know I'm going to get it later. So let me go have as much fun as I can until it's time to get beat again. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like getting beat by people that is not your mom. 
Like I'd rather so much get bit, beat, got got beaten by my mom, got whooped by my mom. But instead, I'm getting beaten by people who claim they were my mom, claim that they cared about me, claim that they loved me, claim that they wanted the best of me. But then when Christmas came, you know, we didn't get any presents. When birthdays came, we didn't get any presents. You know, but they was fly. They was flyest little bitches in the world. But you know what I'm saying? Like I would rather have my mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever. She was on whatever habit she had, whatever she was going through in her life. I would have rather been there with her because, you know, at least that was my mom. I know she cared about me. She may have had her issues, her mental defects, but she cared about me. She loved me. And people would never understand that. But it's like when I finally met them, you know what I'm saying? It was in like, you know, the greatest thing. Um, but I'll explain that too later on. Um and people ask me all the time, did I ever really have a favorite foster parent, a foster parent that I probably wish I would have got adopted by? And at 36, I could tell you no. At 18, I'd have been like, yeah, you know, it was probably just such and such family and whatnot. But at 18, no. I mean, at 36, no. Because I look back at now and the shit that I had to deal with then, I shouldn't have been dealing with that shit then. I shouldn't have been getting beaten while praying. You know how many times I got beaten while praying? That's hard. That's hard. Like, to be honest with you, I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it and hold you. Like, someone says, yo, believe in God, believe in God, be a Christian, be a Christian. And you like, all right, I'm gonna have hope that God's gonna save me from the situation. But the same situation that you win that you have and hope God saves you from, you're being told by the the people that's supposed to be telling you life and teaching you life to to fall back get on your knees and pray to God that I don't beat you. And then while you in the midst of having your head bowed and your eyes closed, you get a whack, a whack. You know what I'm saying? That's not, it's not a great experience. I mean, it fucking fucks with your faith. I'll tell you that much. Make you not believe in God because you'd be like, damn God, I'm praying for you to save me from this. But to be honest with you, I look back now at 36 and be like, you know, God saved me every time I pray. Move me to a different home. 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 You know what I'm saying? Um, at some point though I just stopped being attached to the people it was like alright I know I'm gonna leave soon so there's no point in me calling you mom like I don't remember calling any foster parent mom it was Miss Thomas Miss Robinson Mr. Miss Matt you know what I'm saying um, those those are the ones I remember but there's probably there's so much more that I just you know Mind blowing, a lot of weed smoking in between Tommy being young and shit like that. But I really forced the care made me introverted or either that's just my natural personality that I didn't accept because I was afraid to be alone. I know, I know. I'm going to say that again. I said, I believe that foster care made me introverted or either that's just my natural personality that I did not accept because I was afraid to be alone. And the way maybe foster care ruined who I was truly supposed to be because instead of tapping into myself, I was so worried about tapping into others because I just didn't want to feel alone even if they didn't want me around. And even in my later years, I guess even say two years ago, I was still in that same bag. I was just dealing with anything just because. You know what I'm saying? Like, you love me? All right, cool. Whatever I got to deal with because you love me, I'm willing to deal with it. That shit is not healthy whatsoever. But I was I was a nigga willing to do it. 
because I just wanted people around. I wanted people in my life. I wanted people to stay here forever. And that was that was toxic of me because I felt like I held people hostage because of it. You know what I'm saying? I felt I kept people hostage. And it shows in the women I'm attracted to now. I like strong women, powerful women, women that take charge. Not that I'm a pussy or incapable of making decisions. I just always had to make decisions since I could remember. And I don't want to make decisions all the time no more. Like, yeah, I get it. Men are supposed to take control. Men are supposed to lead. Nigga, I've been leading my fucking self since I was five. As long as I can remember, I've been outside navigating the streets of New York as a poor kid. Being poor back in the day was different because everybody was poor, so it was easy to be poor. You know what I'm saying? We all had each other. If I had a dollar, we all had snacks. You had a dollar, we all had snacks. And then shit was cheaper then, so it was like you could make shit stretch. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, you can't even make shit stretch. You can't make a dollar stretch no more. Dollars, you can't even buy shit for a dollar no more. Can't even buy snacks for a dollar no more. You know what I'm saying? But it's hard to say, oh, I want, I want to be, I want to be in charge. I want to lead. No, I don't want to be in lead. I'm one of those niggas that say, sure, do you want to be running things? Go ahead, tell me what you need me to do. I'll show up for you, babe. (laughs) I'll show up for you, babe. And a lot of women nowadays aren't with that. You know what I'm saying? But we're not even talking about that. That's a dating conversation. We're talking about that life shit. Um, And people always ask me too, why I apologize all the time. Nigga, you know how many times I got beat? You know how many times I got a whipping? You know how many times I felt like I was wrong when I didn't even do anything wrong? And I was wrong? And I got beat for it? Got screamed at? Got cursed at? Verbally abused? Physically abused? It was just... It was a lot. So I say sorry a lot. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Even if I don't mean it, a lot of times I don't mean it. Because I ain't really ever sorry. I ain't a sorry nigga. You know what I'm saying? So... I ain't really sorry. I apologize for doing shit wrong. Like there's some people in this life that I really, truly, I've apologized to because I was wrong for what I did. And when I'm wrong, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. And it's not many times that I'm wrong, but now I'm just playing. No, I'm not. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just life, man. And that's just a glimpse of what I've been through. It's just more or less, like I said, mentally, I know I ain't got it all there because of what I've been through in my past and, and emotionally, I ain't got it all there because of what I went through my past. But I'm trying and I'm working on healing. And that's, I guess, the first part to just heal and get better and just be the best you. So here we are. You know what I'm saying? Here we are. But we're going to get more into this topic. You know, I'm going to talk about this in the next episode as well, too. Because I, I ain't going to lie. I kind of feels free to get it out there, you know, and just state what it was and not hide behind my issues or put a mask on and just be like, yo, everything was peaches and cream or I'm surviving or I'm okay. You know, sometimes I'm not okay. And I'm using my platform to, you know, talk about the times when I'm not okay. And lately, you know what I'm saying? Clearly with me talking about dating and my past and shit like that, it's clearly, you know, it's been on my mind. So here we are, but we'll talk about that in the outro. I'll be back.
Praise God, thank Allah that I'm here now Got a semi and it's loaded for the weird crowd Don't be scared now, just pull a chair, pal They handing beers out, these pedals gotta look So niggas growing out their beds now Well aware, but I've always seen the snakes I was a lookout as a kid, I spot the jakes Now in the crowd full of me's, I spot the fakes I swear they're great. I know they're great. The only reason why I'm pinning here today. The only reason. And I just know that if there's will, then there's a way. There's and I wouldn't be me if I ain't say this shit today. First off, I'm screaming, fuck niggas. So fuck niggas. I ain't never deal with fuck niggas. So fuck niggas. Never been the one to trust niggas. So fuck niggas. That's who you ever read now. It's fuck niggas. I admit you got a point. I admit you got yeah. a point. They try to take away your voice. They try to take away your voice. And although I love your body, what you do with it's your choice. What you do with it's your choice. I just admire from afar. Yeah. I don't slow creep the car as you walk past. No. I don't chat, then just chat as you get gas. No. That's some lame shit. Really? What I look like, Hope not. not like that. I wouldn't change for money. So off of views. I ain't never been like been that way since summer youth. And these men know you're hot. Y'all relate to summer too. And what you choose to do with your body, that shit is up to you. That's why I'm screwing out. Fuck niggas. So fuck niggas. I ain't never deal with fuck niggas. So fuck niggas. Never been the one to trust niggas. So fuck niggas. That's all you ever read now. It's fuck niggas. I admit you got a point. Press Remo, Press Remo show. I'm just happy to be here, niggas. These niggas Press. hate me, but it's okay. I'm just happy to be here, niggas. I'm just happy to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, niggas, that's a motherfucking rap. I'm not a king, just a guy with a pen in these verses. Press Remo, yeah. Did you hear what I said? It's a fucking rap. Fuck the money now. I get to the chicken like churches. Get to the chicken, but nah, just fucking with y'all. Press Remo here. It's been a great episode. I appreciate you guys for sticking through. If you're actually still listening right now to this outro, big shout outs to you. But if you are listening to this one, then make sure you go subscribe. Make sure you go hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get the notifications whenever I drop a new episode because I will be having a new episode soon. Also, on the next episode, I got some news for you guys. I got some news for you. I think I'm moving to another platform, maybe. But also got a new podcast I'm dropping, so stay tuned. Press Remo. Have a good one.